Carefully mark the radio dial setting at MotorCityGaming.com. Do not use your phone. It must be reserved for vital emergency messages so that you can receive official news and civil defense instructions on the Conrad frequency used in your area. Your life may depend on this. The last line of defense in major gaming news. Gamezilla Alpha. Prepare to take shelter and obey instructions instantly. This is the underground resistance. Join the Alpha Force. This is the plan to help you and others who need you. A plan to live, to work, and fight as did your forefathers. Now, let's check the plan together step by step. Gamezilla Alpha. Welcome to the GameZilla Alpha Podcast, important GameZilla recall update. If you have an embryo of GameZilla that we sent to you, please return it to the return address on the envelope sent to you because we have come to the realization that giving you a cloned GameZilla was a horrible idea. Do not take it back to the store. Bring it to us for extermination purposes. Please. Welcome to episode 8 of the GameZilla Alpha. I'm your host, Grimlock, and with me in the Motor City Gaming Studios, Jazzy Fiddle. Yeah, that's right. Bad call on those embryos, man. Bad hey, call. I, you know what's a good call, though? This episode is brought to you by supporters on Patreon. If you want early access to the show, along with other great perks, head on over to patreon.com slash GameZilla podcast and start your patronage today. We will not give you an embryo anymore. But we would appreciate the patronage. And the embryos back, please. We, we yeah, yeah. This is going to get ugly really quick. But welcome to episode 8. The focus of this show is Microsoft Xbox Scorpio. We want to dive into the reveal of the specs a little bit. We talked about this on our sister show, the GameZilla podcast. But we want to focus on what happened today, which is a potential price leak for the Xbox Scorpio. We want to cover a little bit about the specs, a little bit about the price, and then we want to dive into our opinions on what Xbox needs to do at E3 this June to win us over. What games need to be there? What forgotten IPs have to come back? These are questions that we're going to answer, and we're going to tell Microsoft, because we know you're listening, Microsoft, what to do to get back in this game, to get back in this 8th generation console wars. So let's get into it. That's all I got. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, it's, you, you got real hype there, and I was like, uh, I don't have anything to follow this up. So uh. <laughs> no, no, I mean, like that's all I got. Like that's Hopefully Microsoft can use that. Oh, perfect. Um, all right. Well, this was episode 8. <laughs> I'm just kidding. The, oh. I'm just kidding. <laughs> all right. So let's get started with what we already know. Microsoft came out themselves and unveiled the specs of this system. I'm not going to get a lot of time into this, but we're just going to run down and say the CPU is an 8 custom core uh, Jaguar AMD processors. It's big. 2.3 gigahertz. PS4 Pro has 2.1. Okay. GPU. 4.6 4.6 times more powerful than the original Xbox One. It's Basically, powerful. 40 customized compute units at 1172 megahertz. Giving an example of the PS4 Pro, 36 improved compute units at 911 megahertz. Memory, big jump here. 12 gigabytes of DDR5 memory compared to 8 gigs of DDR3 in the Xbox One and 8 gigs of DDR5 in the PS4 Pro. That's big. Memory bandwidth, 326 gigabytes per second, 
up from PS4 Pro, 218 gigabytes per second. That's fast. Hard drive, same size, one terabyte, 2.5 inch hard drive. That's big. And then the 4K UHD Blu-ray drive, same as the Xbox One, and of course the PS4 Pro does not play 4K UHD Blu-rays. That's unfortunate. Yes. That's the specs. That's what we got. We didn't get anything else from Microsoft besides a real hype, a real pretty hype reel, um, talking about why the system is being made and it's for the developers, it's for the fans, and it's to win these people back. It was a strong message and a good first step for Microsoft to, you know, really get going in the right direction a few years late here in this eighth generation of consoles. It was a good presentation. It all was. over. Yeah, they, they I'll job. say this. Microsoft speaks very well, whether it be like in some sort of promo, commercial, or even on stage. So uh, I didn't expect her to be anything less, and I, I got everything I wanted out of the presentation. Yeah, Phil Spencer, you know, since he's taken over Xbox, has done a great job, and, I mean, it, it hasn't stopped there. So every time they do take the stage, I have hope that it's another announcement in the right direction. He seems to be steering this ship in the, in the right way. And, and everyone knows that I've been very tough on Microsoft this generation, and it's not because I hate them. It's it's actually the opposite. It's back in the day there was a time where nothing could touch my Xbox 360. I was a Microsoft fanboy and I loved the 360. You know, unfortunately this current generation they lost their way at E3 2013. They just lost their minds and just thought that fans were going to accept all these crazy regulations and they lost so many people. Well, this device and this team has taken the mess of 2013, pushed it behind them, and really started to deliver a product that I believe should have been here day one, and here we are now. So you got some specs. It's the most powerful console ever made. It's going to be the current benchmark console. I'm not saying I'm not comparing it to high-end PCs. I'm not doing any of that. But as far as consoles go... yeah. It is the it is the best. <clears throat> yeah, I'm very very leery of of trying to get into these debates with people about trying to compare it to a PC. It's a console, okay? <laughs> a console's a console. A PC's a PC. And as far as consoles go, this thing's a beast. Period. End of sentence. Like it's, you don't need to make a comparison to. Yeah, you don't. You know, a unit that you know a console is made by a company and then shipped out to you. Do do some people have the ability and capabilities to like rip that apart and, and upgrade a little bit and downgrade a little bit or change it? I'm sure they do. People are smart, but generally to the, to the average consumer, you're getting the machine that they send you and that's it. Whereas with a computer, you can do anything you want to a computer to the point where even if you're not like super savvy on computers, you can go into a tech store. And basically have somebody tell you, hey, here's the difference between these parts. Here's how you can install them. And you can even customize it yourself with little to zero know-how these days. Absolutely. So that is the system as far as specs. And it, it does. It looks very impressive. I'm, we're, we're all happy. But we didn't know about release time besides holiday this year. And nope. we didn't know anything about price. And that was until today when... Something happened. It looks like an on an online retailer has revealed the price for the Xbox Scorpio. So this was reported by Twitter user uh, Desi XBL. The Spanish online store Extra Life has listed the Xbox One Scorpio, and according to the listing, the console's price is three ninety nine ninety nine euros. 
doing the conversion currently to the U.S. dollar, that makes it about $430. This is well under the rumored prices. We've heard $700. We even heard $500, which we're getting happy about. And now we're looking at maybe this thing is actually $400. Yeah. So... Affordable dollars. Now, I wanted to spend a little bit of time on this because when you listen to Phil Spencer talk and, and some of the quotes that he said, it fits why this should come out at three ninety nine, And I'm going to tell you why that's important. So Phil Spencer has been quoted saying, I want the Scorpio to be a council price point. I'm not trying to go and compete with high-end rigs. And because we're building one spec, we're able to look at the balance between all the components and make sure that it's something we really hit that matters to consumers and gamers. Phil always says the right words, right? I mean, yeah. he's basically like, yeah, Phil, whatever you just said, let's do it. Okay. He's well-spoken. <laughs> I'll be like, yep, whatever it is, I'm on board. So three ninety nine. $430 converted. Let's just call it a $400 system. And it would be perfect releasing the new high-end console on the market at the same price as last year's PS4 Pro. Yeah. That could be huge because you're, you know, you are directly competing with the company that right now is you know, pretty much doubling your numbers. Yeah, they're whooping your ass. Let's let's just be real. <laughs> so they have a commanding lead. You may not be able to catch them, but you can at least level this playing field and really get to, you know, at least have developers and gamers have a flip a coin instead of being like, I'm gonna go over here to Sony. Like right now, it's just right now it's so lopsided, and, I, and it's it's so hard for me to watch this because Microsoft has been such an important thing in my life as far as the Xbox brand, and I just, I don't like seeing it. I'm a supporter of all companies. You know, I have, you know, the imaginary flag behind me that is blue, green, and red. It is it is Xbox, PlayStation, and Switch, and I support all three because I want a healthy industry, and that is important. And, and people need to understand, all these haters that want to go and scream at each other, you need to understand that everyone needs to be here right now. Sega already bowed out. Atari already bowed out. We've already had companies bow out. We don't need to lose another one if you want a healthy industry. Because when a giant like this falls, the other companies are going to go look at it like, hmm, is home console gaming a thing anymore? Should we invest our money and resources into developing future products? And before you know it, you're going to be playing on your smartphone little flash games like Fruit Ninja and Candy Crush, yeah. and that's going to be your gaming. So you, be, so don't wish ill on any of these people. Or the opposite of that, in the fact that you know some giants fall, and then next thing you know, you have a console that you can play, and guess what? Your console type A is now seven hundred dollars for the base model in the next gen because um, you have to buy it. It's right. the only There's console no you competition. Have. Yeah. So bottom line is then you're going to guess what we're all going to become. We're all going to become PC gamers. And nothing against PC gamers, but since we're sitting here talking about console gamers, it's different. 
Okay, PC gaming is, is is definitely a different beast than console gaming. But if you go and let Microsoft die, or let or sit here and say the Switch is a fi- is going to fail and Nintendo's gone, you're going to see a shift and a change in this industry that you will not like. So just think about that before you go cast all this hate on these other companies that maybe you just don't support. Yeah, power to the gamers. All right, so. Why is this important if they came out the same price? You're competing with the current beast of a machine. You're competing with the the top machine, and now you have your top machine. And even if Sony was to go bold and say, all right, the day that the Scorpio drops, we're going to knock the Pro $50 off permanent. It's a, it's $350 now instead of $400. It's only a $50 difference, and the Scorpio still outperforms the Pro. As far as specs, now we don't have, you know, we haven't seen games, we haven't seen proof, we haven't seen it all in action. Right. But when you look at these specs, Scorpio outperforms it. So for a $50 upgrade, it makes sense to go with the Scorpio if you're looking for best performance, best graphics, best 4K playback. It's, it's just going to be the Scorpio. So that's huge too because the Xbox has always been kind of that media device where the PS4 kind isn't as much. So the 4K Blu-rays and the 4K streaming and all and all the other stuff that they've built into the Xbox, you're going to continue to have that. Plus, your games are going to look the best that they can, and that's you know that's that's huge for a fifty-dollar difference. I don't think many people are going to think twice about spending that extra money for that extra power. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, you know, Microsoft's been battling an uphill. But, you know, council battle here, and this all this would do was at least evil even the playing field, especially in a perfect time where the switch is coming in and doing really well early early life for the switch. It's doing fantastic, best best selling system for Nintendo of all time, as far as the first month. Yep. So, you don't want to let them to continue building momentum into this holiday, twenty seventeen, and not get your shit straight, not get your company running right. Yeah. Especially with the the knowing that they're going to double the Switch sales this year that they said they initially were going to, so right. they're going to pump out another 16 million and uh you have probably their biggest IP that if you've listened to any of our Gamezilla shows in the past, we were kind of arguing that they should have actually dropped Mario Odyssey instead of The Legend of Zelda at launch because it's a bigger IP for them. Well, guess what? Now that's coming out in Holiday 17, right around the time that you're hoping to like launch this. So not only are there going to be more Switches in people's hands, but their b- potentially biggest IP is going to drop at the end of the season as well. Yeah, exactly. So they're they're gearing up for a holiday. So what does that mean as far as a system? Let's say we are right and this system comes out at $400 with the specs that we've seen. I will buy one. Hands down, I have an Xbox One S right now. You have heard me talk about it on the show that it collects dust most of the time. It's basically my Gears of War machine. That's what I play on it. And occasionally Ori and the Blind Forest because it's an awesome game. But overall, I'm not using it a lot. I play my 4K Blu-rays on it. Sorry, I do that too. But it's not my go-to system. The Scorpio could shift me to being my go-to system. Minus one thing. I have a huge friend, you know, friend base on my Sony side, on my PlayStation side. So I'm still going to play games on my Sony devices. I'm still going to probably play Destiny 2 on that side. 
But if that possibility happens where, hey, at 400 bucks, that's a great deal for this device, and some of these friends start grabbing the Scorpio, we could see a shift where even the MCG crew might move. Mm-hmm. Because I'll tell you what, I love the Xbox controller. Okay, the Elite controller is beautiful, and I have a Gears of War edition, and I want to use as much. I want to use it a lot more than I've been using it for sure. So, we, you know, if you're going to start giving me a better performance, and I can visually see it because I already have the 4K TV, I already have the HDR TV, I already have all that. So now all I have to do is hook this box up, and it outperforms the Pro, the PS4 Pro, and my friends invest into it or my colleagues like Jazzy Fiddle invest into it, guess what? I'd be like, all right, you know what? We're going to pick up Destiny 2 for the PS4 because we just have a lot of people playing it. But, Jazzy, do you want to pick up this game on the Scorpio, which normally would have been a for sure PS4 buy? You know, like, that's what's going to start happening. Every time we buy a game, we're going to go, should we get it for the Scorpio? Or for, you know, like right now, it's like just get it for P- play, just get it for PlayStation. Just yeah. get it for PlayStation. I think those big titles, like the real big games, are still going to go PS4 Pro, just because we have a big fan base that's already on PlayStation. Not so much. We have a fan base on the Xbox, just not as big as the PlayStation. So, but you could know, we see that fan base shift? Could we see it shift? Absolutely. Um, I think initially for me, I don't. I haven't put a lot of time in Xbox. I want to put time in Xbox. I just. From just laziness of not wanting to get the system up and going to, you know, uh, hey, you want to play Gears? And I've had plenty of opportunities of people to try to get me play through all the Gears stuff. So I need to apologize to those people because I do want to play. I do want to get into that storyline. I've heard great things. I watched a little bit of Gears 4 and then had to stop myself when you were streaming it with... um, God of Games AJ because I didn't want to spoil anything because it looked good enough to where I was like, man, I want to get into the story. But I just, out of laziness, and then, you know, my PS4 is already hooked up, and I'm obviously a huge PC player with League of Legends. So it's like, just the ease of wanting to go back and do those have kind of drawn me away from the Xbox. So I need to give it time. I need to give it that, that you know, that good college try, I guess you could say. And I think for me initially, when the Scorpio comes out, if uh, a lot of the MCG crew and some of the fan base start to go over to Scorpio... I'll be that player that kind of picks up those side games. So maybe it won't be a Destiny 2 or something real big like that, but like uh, a Ghost Recon Wildlands. Hey, let's play this on the Xbox instead of the PS4. I could see myself picking that up and and playing those kind of like cross-platform games that aren't big games on the Xbox. Yeah, exactly. So... The, so the big thing here is we're excited about it. These price points r- rumors are making it even more interesting, but I, I feel like Microsoft is going to head to E3 and they're about to give us a show to remember. And I'm just super excited because we are going to E3 this year. It's our first time going to E3. We're really excited. And now it's shaping up where Nintendo's about to just go drop a bomb and Microsoft's going to go drop a bomb. And I don't even know, honestly, the, the company that I right now support the most, with, with which is Sony, I don't even know what they're going to be bringing, you know, because these right. other two are coming with so much. And, and Sony's kind of already integrated. Their pro's already out. The, you know, the games, the horizons already hit. So, like, what is it that they have to, like, to really drop for this, for this holiday, right? Where they're not going to lose some ground from the, from Nintendo and Microsoft just going like, boom, here's Mario and here's Switches. And, and over here we got, boom, here's a new Halo. Here's, you know, some new IPs that we didn't tell you about. 
And oh yeah, here's our new shiny top of the line system. So this is what I, this is what comes down to for Microsoft. We're going to get into what they need to do at E3 to make Jazzy Fiddle a believer. Cuz I'm already there. You guys know I buy everything. I got PlayStation VR, I don't use it, but I bought it day one. I I buy everything. But this honestly isn't just like VR. VR I didn't pre-order. VR I made fun of and I honestly last second was like, "Eh, screw it. I'm going to go get it." This is more like, I'm going to pre-order this when I can. I'm going to go pre-order this system. I think Microsoft's onto something. So, I want to focus on Jazzy Fiddle. I want to focus on mm-hmm. a guy that doesn't turn his Xbox on, who has never turned his Xbox on since the day he bought it from me. So, games are the number one thing that they yes. have to prove to you because why are you going to buy a $400 monster with no games to play? Yeah. All of my friend base, like, <laughs> there's honestly two things that could drive me to, to go Xbox, and that, those two things are have a uh, the first, third, whatever party, whatever party support you want game titles to your system that I can't play on another system that are good and are consistent enough to that it keeps me interested. You can't just put a game out a year and be okay. Like you, a game every quarter, I could deal with that. Give me a big name game that I can play on your system every quarter, and I'm sold. I'll I'll turn on my Xbox One more frequently than I do now. Yeah. So or B, the and this is the biggest one <laughs> that I don't care if it's Xbox or if it's from Xbox to Sony or if it's from Sony to PC or if it's from that to Nintendo or if it's from Nintendo to smartphones if my friends all go somewhere that's where I'm going well right so if everybody drops PS4 and picks up an Xbox I'll be picking up an Xbox but that's kind of you know said and done like Grim decides he's going to throw his Xbox Xbox out the back balcony and shatter it all over the grass and all he's got is an Xbox to play I'm going to get an Xbox so that I can play with my best friend like, yeah I think you meant throw my PS4 out the window yeah that's yeah, what I meant yeah okay so let me let me just run down some games that are slated, which which right now is not a lot, but let's just get them out of the way. Crackdown three, okay, Phantom Dust, Sea of Thieves, and State of Decay two, okay. All of those are Xbox pla- uh, platform exclusive, and some of those you know Crackdown. I love the Crackdown series. If they can if they can get back to the heart of Crackdown. I, I will love that. I will play the hell out of that game. Sea of Thieves looks interesting. State of Decay 2 looks interesting. But that's the retail side. The download side, you have a lot. You have, I don't know, about 20 games, but really the only one I'm going to point out is the only one that really matters right now, and we still have no date on it, is Cuphead. Right. Cuphead looks amazing. It looks just so unique and so special that it's a download game that actually is driving me towards my Xbox. Similar to Ori and the Blind Forest. Now, I know Ori, you can get a physical copy now, but back when Ori first came out, it was a download only, and it drove me to turn my Xbox on, and I I was exclusive Xbox until I finished that game because I loved it so much. And Cuphead is that next game that's not a physical release that has me interested like that. Now, I want to talk about people are like, well, there's not a lot of exclusive games on the Xbox. I'm going to call you out there because we got Dead Rising 3, Dead Rising 4, the the Forza Horizon series, Forza Motorsports series, Gears of War Ultimate Edition, Gears of War 4, 
Halo Master Chief Collection, Halo 5. We have Project Spark, Quantum Break, ReCore, Rise, Son of Rome, State of Decay Year 1 Survival Edition, and of course the original Titanfall. Those are all platform exclusives along with Sunset Overdrive, Rare Replay, games like that that also fit in there really well, and then download games like Castle Crashers Remastered, a great game, and then, I mean, a slew of downloads. I can't go through them all, but there's a lot of them here that aren't all exclusive, but a lot of games for you to play. Castle Crashers was an exclusive, and I'm just, I keep going through here. We have D4, Dark Dreams, Don't Don't Die, uh, if you're a fan of, of horror survival. And do I see anything else? Fallout. Oh, Fallout Shelter. And Halo Spartan Assault was an exclusive, of course. Oh, Killer Instinct. Sorry, I completely forgot about Killer Instinct. Very important one. There's your uh, fighting series that's exclusive to Xbox. And a very fun fighting series. You got Magic 2015, Magic the Gathering, um, and I'm just scrolling. Oh, or sorry, Ori in the Blind Forest and Ori in the Blind Forest Definitive Edition that came out, which now is download or physical. Yeah, it's not like there's nothing here. It's just again, I think it comes down to the fact that it's not necessarily that there's no games. It's the fact that your friends aren't here. Yep. And I think it's those blockbuster AAA titles. I think the one thing that the Xbox does do well, and I haven't even turned it on to don't even have to turn it on to be able to tell you this is that the Xbox free games they give you per month are typically way better than the PlayStation 4. Like I've had a couple of gems where you know uh this war of mine and stuff like that in the past where I was like got really into them because it was a game that interests me and stuff like that. But it's kind of I can honestly say in the last year that I've had you know my PlayStation a network account, it was like maybe three games. And I've downloaded every free game every month. Maybe three games that I was like got super into. Whereas on the Xbox side, I could tell you, I don't even have to have downloaded and played them. I could tell you there'd be way more than three because the free games they give you are just way better. And that also comes into play with Phil Spencer stepping in and then building backwards compatibility. So now where Sony is like, here's your PS3 games for the month. Well, it's like, why well, don't plug my PS3 is not even plugged in, right? You know, it's 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 stored away. So I know where the actual console is. I cannot tell you where the cords to it. Right. Are. <laughs> so the difference here is that on the Xbox side, it's like here's your Xbox One games that are free this month, and here's your 360 games that are free this month that play on your Xbox One. Yeah. It just it's smart. So yes, I agree that I think. Um, Games with uh, games with gold is what they call it has been at least for the recent. I don't even want to say recent for a while has yeah. been better than PlayStation. So the values there, the games there is some games, and I think what we're going to see at E3 is I think they are going to not only we already know they're going to unveil the the Scorpio. But they're going to unveil some games that we have no clue about. And a couple of those, at least a couple of them, are going to shock us with the release date. Yeah, I hope so. Then they just have to hit the release date. Yeah. Xbox honestly has, you know, and this is still off in the future, but Xbox has my kind of prediction to win E3 this year. They have all the cards in their hand. They just got to play them right. Like, they're dropping a beast of a system by the end of the year. 
if this is correct and like they do drop games that are surprisingly early release dates to what we think they could be, I don't even really need that. I just need them to say, hey, here's who we're working with. These are the studios that are producing games for us. Here's where they are, and they're going to be ready by you know at least the end of 2018. I don't need anything fancy. Like, I understand that you know you got to pick your feet up and you know dust yourself off and get get back going again, but. Looking at it from a perspective of, of Nintendo has the ability to come in real hot in E3, and Sony really doesn't have anything that they can bring aside from stuff that they've already showed us. Like, we could get cool gameplay of, of what? God of War, The Last of Us 2. There's nothing that we really haven't seen that I think so, Sony can surprise us with this year. Now, don't get me wrong, I could be wrong, because Sony always has something up their sleeves, but I just don't think it's going to be big enough to, you know, compete with the cards that Microsoft has this year. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I think uh, Microsoft and Nintendo both have that ability to, they're going to wow the crowds where Sony, I think, is going to be playing more of a maintain the current course, right? I think that's that's kind of my projection on what's going to happen at E3. The thing that I'm going to bring up as far as is the potential that Microsoft has. So we rambled off a bunch of games that are on the Xbox One or that are coming to the Xbox One. But let's talk about the Xbox 360. Okay, a, a game, a system that had that owned that generation, owned the seventh generation until the very end when Sony finally started to build their momentum, which which rolled into the PS4. So the 360 had a ton of games, right? So what, I guess the whole point here is I wanted to say, here are some potential for you to bring back some exclusives. You know, you can bring back a Left 4 Dead. A game, you know, game that people loved, Left 4 Dead, Left 4 Dead 2. Game that people loved, and you know, in the 360, it was a a generational uh, exclusive for a while. So the... The thing about it is it doesn't have to be first party. You're gonna you know, you're putting your money into this system. You're put you're gambling. You're rolling the dice on this system. You need to also take your money and you need to go, you know, if if your goal is to win some developers, get the get those get those kits out there and then roll some money over there and say, Hey, your next game, Xbox exclusive. Even if it's a limited time exclusive, six months, a year, whatever, you need to lock it down. You need to show people that you have that ability to do that. It's not necessarily, hey, we're going to make this great system and we hope you come back. Right? And I know Microsoft's not thinking that way. They're hoping that people just realize it's great and they use it. But at the same time, they're also going to go out there and say, hey, guys, you're making Ori in the, Ori in the Blind Forest. No one wants to support you. We'll support you. And then they brought it over and, and it's one of my favorite games on the Xbox. You need to do more of that. You need to go make deals with SNK and get a brand new Metal Slug that's exclusive to the Xbox Scorpio. You need to bring a Left 4 Dead. You need to bring back ReCore, even though it may have not done what you wanted it to do out the gate. ReCore 2, don't give up on it. It is an IP that I think has potential and you need to focus it. So don't be afraid to make these deals and then at the same time, take your first party like rare and do something with it. Now I know you're getting, you know, you're getting the Sea of Thieves, but where's Battletoads? Yeah. Where is Battletoads at? 
<sighs> and you know, and I mean, you. Have, I'm sure there's some games in your past that you don't care what system they're on as long as they exist. So, like example, if Sony doesn't want to make a deal with Sega and they don't want to Americanize Fantasy Star Online too, if Microsoft did, I would be a Microsoft slappy instantly. I'd be like, who, who, who do I have to service? Who needs it? Are you good? You need, you want a coffee? Oh, you need some money? Here you go. You need a coffee? Here you go. Like I'd be, I'm in. I'm right. in. <laughs> right. Here's my money. Give me Fantasy Star. That's what you need to find. You need to find those untapped fan bases that are that are dying for something that's been missing for a little while, and just hit it. Give Jazzy Dragon Seeds two. Man, <laughs> do it. Do it now. Even Viva Pinata is a is a it was an exclusive. It's a Microsoft exclusive. A game that. Yeah, it's goofy and not for everybody, but there's a game that was special to you and you and there's just nothing about it. Like bring it back. Support and believe in your software and you will this will be a win-win for you. This will happen. You will gain ground and you will at least level this playing field. Uh another big thing that's been brought up to us in our in our um, chat rooms. So you can find us on Facebook.com. Go to Motor City Gaming. Find our private rooms, the GameZilla Podcast. It's a closed group, but everybody's welcome. So you just request to enter. We'll let you in. We keep it closed to cut down on spam. But we have a lot of um, fighting game fans. They're just like, well, what do they have? They don't have anything. They don't have Street Fighter. They don't have they don't, they, everything's so, so much of it is becoming an exclusive over to PlayStation. It's like, okay. Xbox, go out and lock down Soul Calibur. Make Soul Calibur exclusive. Yeah. Here's an idea. Contact Sega and whoever else needs to be contacted and bring back Power Stone. Power Stone 3. Blow people's mind with old school classics that are being reborn. That's what you were all about in the 360 and you failed sometimes. But you tried to bring Perfect Dark. Perfect Dark was a Nintendo 64 game that everybody loved. And you tried to do Perfect Dark Zero with Rare. And it didn't work, but it doesn't mean you should give up. Learn from it and make a Perfect Dark that everybody wants. Yeah. These are things that have to happen soon since you are coming right out and saying, hey, we're launching this brand new shiny system that has really good specs. Cool. I need games to play on it, and I want unique games. I want exclusive games. Give me Fantasy Star Universe 2, or give me... You know, 99 Nights or Ninja Blade or, you know, like there's all these games that you could... Lost Odyssey from Square Enix. Bring back... You know, team up with Square Enix. Get something. Especially now. Now just seems like the time that everybody's finally clicking and bringing back the stuff that we've wanted and listened to are like perfect example. If you haven't seen anything or heard anything that we've done in the past week... Battlefield 2 or Battlefront Battlefront. 2 Battlefront 2 we had a whole episode where we complained about everything that was wrong with that game and if you go back and listen to that episode everything in this new episode was fixed or being fixed in Battlefield 2 like they've listened to their fans they're going to put something out that the fans want to see I'm super excited for this game, and I had no interest in Battlefield 1 at all. Or Battlefront 1 at all, sorry. I keep saying Battlefield. 
But, um, oops. My gosh. As the producer of this show, I'm going to slap you. Rookie move. My bad. Yeah, rookie move. That's right. Now you have to watch me play the first game of League of Legends while I play, and you have to watch. <sighs> Hell no. <laughs> you need you need me. But, yeah, Xbox needs to come out, and they need to start taking some of these chances, especially now with everybody, you know, saying, hey, we're listening to our fans. This has always been your thing, Xbox. Hey, we're listening to our fans. We're going to make backwards compatibility. Hey, we're listening to our fans. We're going to make cross-save with a Windows 10 users. We're going to, you know, you've, you've done it. Now... What we're saying as Xbox fans or or past Xbox fans or, you know, alone in the dark and want to come out into the light Xbox fans, we want games. You know, give us games that we can enjoy to play like we did on the 360. Here's a few more. Banjo-Kazooie. Oh, me. I love some Banjo. Another, you know, another rare game. Uh, Conkers. Here's another one. Blue Dragon. A, a rare RPG on the Xbox 360. Maybe didn't maybe didn't fare as well as everyone hoped, but again, it was special, and you shouldn't give up on on these unique games. Here's another one, the Crackdown series. You're already doing three, but just make sure you get it out, like it's important. Uh, and then I had one more that's super important that you guys, that Microsoft, royally royally fucked up on. They closed the studio, and as far as everyone's aware at this point, it's dead. The IP is gone. Like it's in the back shelf on that one corner where with a sign that says, don't look at this. We, you know, we're ashamed. Fable. Fable needs your love. I understand Fable 3 was a mess. And it's because you were so ambitious and you went for so much and you, and you fell short. But then you came out with like Fable... I don't even remember what the mobile was going to be. It was going to be like this weird MOBA. Like, no, Fable is Fable. And you now have this ability to just reboot it. Just fuck, just reboot it. Guess what? Maybe some maybe some hardcore Fable fans will be a little butthurt, but guess what? Reboot Fable. And listen to the creator of Fable where they he you realize, he's realized all the mistakes that were made with Fable that you jumped generations too much. You, you went... Hundreds of years, and because of it, before you knew it, you ran out of space. You were like, "Well, what, what the hell is the next fable going to be about? In outer space? Because we can't. We we, we moved too many. You know, we jumped five hundred, five thousand years every time we made a game. Instead, reboot fable, and do it again, and do it do it the way that like the first fable and the second fable. Those were brilliant." In Fable 3, you could see what you were trying to do. Well, guess what? With the Scorpio and this generation's power, you can do it. We've seen games like The Witcher. We've seen games like Zelda Breath of the Wild and Horizon Zero Dawn. You can go make the best Fable ever made, and people would lose their goddamn minds. And these are IPs that you own. You don't even have to go out to Square Enix and beg for something. Also, Dragon Seeds too, for sure, absolutely. But okay, so games very important. Oh, I'm sorry, one more that I really want to say. I loved Cameo. Cameo yeah. Elements of Power was a launch title for the 360. It was a little rough, but it was another fun game. Build off of it. Make a new Cameo and make it better. All right, I'm done. I'm done for real. Like I, I gotta stop scrolling through this, through this list, or it'll, it'll never stop. 
Anyways, you're hearing us, Microsoft. You're going to need to have games at your Scorpio release. You're going to have to drop some stuff that says they're coming out in with the, you know here's the launch titles with this system. Here's 10, 15 games coming out launch window. That's what needs to happen. If you do that in June, you have my money. You have my money. Tell me I can use my Elite controller on this system. You know, tell me the 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 OS improvements you're going to make. Whatever you can you can add all that stuff on on top of, on top of it. Just just you know, extra frosting on top of the cake. But games have to come first. And I know this is why. And you're saying right now this is why the system exists. So make sure you follow up with that statement. And if you do. I'm on board, and I think other people will be on board, and I think, you know, a jazzy fiddle who is so unsure about you right now may not be a day one, but he'll come over, and he'll see mine, and he'll see a special game that's exclusive to your system, and he'll and he'll go out and get one. He'll, he'll, he'll do the, the typical jazzy, like, oh, my God, this is PlayStation VR. Oh, this game's sweet. Okay, let's go get me one. Yeah. I don't know, like if I've ever done that for real though. The yeah. PlayStation VR, the uh, Nintendo 3DS, 4K television, uh, 4K television with <laughs> HDR, Switch, uh, Nintendo <laughs> Switch, kind of uh, Switch. I was kind Not of bought much. in, but yeah. I was kind of hiding it. Um, um, the Wii U. Yep, yep. Wii U with <laughs> Splatoon. Yep, Splatoon. Yep. So yeah, it, I or mean, how about this? Console gaming in general. Because I was a huge PC player, and when I came out, come came over. Oh, these are what consoles are like. I remember these. Yeah. Like. Exactly. Oh my God! I actually have one more that I have to bring up. Oh, quit looking. I have at the to list. do it. I God. have to. You have Forza, but you abandon a game that's so important. Make a new Project Gotham Racing. Oh man. Make a new Project Gotham Racing, and my wife, brick bitch, will buy. Will have to buy two Scorpios because she will have to play Project Project Gotham Racing. Was an arcade racer. It was so much fun. You know, and Forza is a great simulating simulator racer. It's 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 the best out there. And I know we have Gran Turismo around the corner and everything, but Forza is awesome. But it is not what, what an arcade racer, and that's what you're missing, and you had one. You had an exclusive that was great. So bring that back. It's been gone long enough that whatever mistakes you feel you made, people have forgotten, and they, and they want these games. Price point. $400 that is huge. If you can if that is actually what's going to happen, you will sell a lot of these systems. If we come out and we find out it's a $600 system, it's going to change a lot of this excitement. It's going to deflate a lot because that $600 $600 price point has proven to be a bad idea. Go look at PS3 when it launched at $600 and understand that is one reason why you, Microsoft, were doing so well because Sony decided to shoot themselves in the foot and then stare at, stare at the blood, okay? You did it with your Xbox One at launch coming out at $500 when the Sony was cheaper and, again, you, you forced people into this Kinect you know, device that you know, was bundled with the system when people didn't want it. And guess what? You shot yourself in the foot and you watched it while Sony pulled away. This is where you need to come out and realize, okay, we have a better system. We're going to match the current price of the PS4 Pro and we are going to take this market and we're going to spin it around on its head. That's what you need to do. $400 is amazing and if that room if this rumor from Extra Life online gaming retailer is right, 
you are on your way to a very good rest of this generation. And I think because of this, we're also going to see changes with the Xbox One Standard Edition, the S version. I think you're going to see they're going to get more aggressive with it. And because if they start to ramp up and they start to get these developers and they start to get these games, everything's going to look different for the Xbox platform. Yep. What about timeline? I know we've done our, our digging and we've tried to see if there was any possible leaks and we can't get anything on the actual release date of this system. But if you had to predict when it's going to come out, what do you think? <laughs> well, okay, I'm going to give you a realistic time and I'm going to give you like a your smart as hell time, but it's, imp- but it's impossible for you to hit. Okay. okay. I'll start with the impossible time. Launch your system when Destiny 2 comes out. Yeah. Make people look and go, I want Destiny 2 and I want it in the best form. And they have to decide at that point. And I know Bungie and you might not have the best relationship. Get it, you know, if Sony doesn't release a custom system, have a have a limited edition Scorpio that's that's Destiny themed. Yeah. <laughs> like that that would be the September eighth, you know, type thing. It's in, it's such a small window. You know, you're gonna re- unveil it in June. And then you're going to have it launched in September. That's tough. It's never going to happen. Right. I'm thinking you're going to see this in November. Yeah, say no, er, early November so they have enough time to acclimate to shifts for Black Friday sales. So I'm thinking like first week of November, like the 7th. Yeah. I mean, I think that's more realistic and, you know, Destiny will still be there. You know, you'll have your version, and and it hopefully, like that. Then all of a sudden, Destiny Two is a launch title for you for the Scorpio. I mean, it'll already be out on the Xbox One S, but it'll also be a hopefully a Scorpio enhanced game. And that's the other thing is how are these games going to work? Because I think the platform is going to be similar to the PS4 Pro, where it's like, yeah, any game you buy can play on a regular PS4 or a Pro. You know, it just gets enhanced. Yeah, so it looks better on the Pro. It looks better on the Pro. So how does that work? Is the Scorpio going to work the same way? I think it. I think it has to. I don't think you want to, uh, you know, uh, fraction off your 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 fans. But we don't know any of that. We won't know until June. So right. I think um, a November release is realistic. Get yourself ready for the holidays. Get yourself ready for Black Friday. It'd be great to have an early November, like you said, with like an initial light release. You know, maybe ship. I don't know. I'm just talking North America here, so maybe you ship a million systems, and then you just you just flood the market, you know, into the holiday, into Thanksgiving, into into December, and really just you know come out where you could sit there and say, yeah, you know, the Switch sold uh, 2.5 million units in its first month. We sold four million. You know that that or and I don't know how realistic it is. Again, at 400 bucks, guess what? We were buying PS4 regulars at 400 dollars. Yeah. Now I can buy a Scorpio that can do so much more than a regular PS4 for the same price. So even people that haven't bought a Pro that are waiting, they're like, I'm going to buy a PS4 Pro eventually. Do, do they almost go, oh, well, now I have a choice. Now it's either the Pro or the Scorpio. Yeah. So now you see what you're doing? I already doing? have a PlayStation. Maybe I should just get the Scorpio instead with that money. Ding, ding, ding. <sighs> exactly. So that is huge, and I'm I'm excited to see it. So... That's some of our thoughts, some of the games that we think should come back around, um, you know, some of the the gambles that we need Microsoft to take, 
And we also talked about the, the price leak of being $400. We talked about the spec sheet that was released by Microsoft. All of this can be found on MotorCityGaming.com. If you go to our website, we have blogs written. We have the GameZilla podcast episode 152. That's the main topic is focused around Xbox. And it was before the price leak, so we we dive into our thoughts a little more there. So there's a lot of content over at MotorCityGaming.com that you can go and enjoy uh, if, if this isn't enough for you. so. But we also want to hear what you think. Like, are you yeah. are you an Xbox fan now, and how excited are you about the Scorpio really coming out and, and what it looks to be a game changer? And if you're not an Xbox fan, do you do you why don't you care, or why are you now curious? Why are you now thinking, hmm, maybe I do want a Microsoft platform as well? Let us know. Hang out with us on Facebook. GameZilla Podcast Group, Motor City Gaming, and of course, right from MotorCityGaming.com, you can join our Discord. We have our Discord room up. We have channels for everything from Xbox, Nintendo, Sony, down to specific games like League of Legends, Overwatch, Destiny. So there's people talking about video games every day in there. If you are a Discord user, make sure to join our channel. The invite button is right on our homepage, MotorCityGaming.com. Yeah, I just want to reemphasize, even though you just hit this, with the Alpha show, we're trying to keep it short because we don't want to do a two-hour show like GameZilla tends to run off. But if you have anything else that you want to know from us, like I said, we're trying to pick out all the important stuff, still get our opinions out there and give you as much detailed information as we can. If there's something that we missed or something else you want to know, you can always hop into any of those social medias or email us at info at MotorCityGaming.com and we will take the time out and make sure that we get the answers to you that you're looking for. Yeah. And just a reminder, this episode is brought to you by our supporters on Patreon. If you want early access to this show, along with other great perks, head over to Patreon.com slash Podcast and start your patronage today. You would be listening to this podcast right now if you had this. Instead, we release on Sundays on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Overcast, Google Play, and of course, MotorCityGaming.com. The other great perks like Games of the Month, where we give away AAA games every month, and access to the private channels in our Discord. Those private channels influence the podcast live, so you can tune into that private channel when we're recording and we pay attention to that channel where we can, maybe Jazzy says, says something that's wrong and you know the right answer, say it, we'll call Jazzy out right on the show and give you credit. Yeah. These are things that you can do and you can influence the show by supporting us. So thank you to all of our patrons. Thanks to everybody listening today. I'm excited for Microsoft. I think this is the light at the end of the tunnel of a rough, a rough start for them in this eighth generation, and I'm excited that we get to be in L.A., at E3 to witness what Microsoft plans on doing. June 11th is their exclusive show, and then on the middle of the week we have E3. So we'll be we'll be getting hopefully some hands-on time with the Scorpio, and we'll be reporting video photos and some more blogs all from E3, letting everybody know what we think and seeing what the future of Microsoft really is. Yeah. All right, anything else that we want to uh, talk about before we head out of here? Mm, nah. I think it's time to go play some League of Legends. So 
Until next week, game, game on. on. Drop that sick beat. What? You know what I'm talking about. Oh, I heard you. Yeah! Yeah! Coming to you live from Motor City Gaming Studios! It's your boys, Grimlock and Jazzy Fiddle, throwing down a beat for y'all. Straight from the heart of Detroit, to the ears heard around the world, we're bringing you the blue blur right at your face. Grim! Grim! Get it, Grim! If you're strong, you can fly. You can reach the other side of the rainbow. It's all right. Take a chance. Because there is no circumstance that you can't handle. When you use your mind. Sonic boom, sonic boom, sonic boom. Travel keeps you running faster. Sonic boom, sonic boom. Sonic Boom! Save the planet from disaster! Sonic Boom! Sonic Boom! Sonic Boom! Spinning through the world in motion! Sonic Boom! Sonic Boom! Sonic Boom! Time is now! He can't hide! Find the power deep inside Make it happen Make it happen Sonic Boom, Sonic Boom, Sonic Boom Trouble keeps you running Sonic Boom, Sonic Boom, Sonic Boom Save the planet from disaster Sonic Boom, Sonic Boom, Sonic Boom Spinning through the world in motion Sonic Boom, Sonic Boom Sonic Boom, Sonic Boom, Sonic Boom! Trouble keeps you running faster! Sonic Boom, Sonic Boom, Sonic Boom! Save the planet from disaster! Sonic Boom, Sonic Boom, Sonic Boom! Spinning through the world in motion! Sonic Boom, Sonic Boom, Sonic Boom! Yeah, 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 yeah! <laughs> this might be amazing.